It's the last fry, a podcast that brings you the same joy you experience when you find that last French fry at the bottom of your fast food bag. Join Patrick and Deacon B for humorous, inspiring, and joy-filled discussions about a variety of life-related topics that will help you make tomorrow better by besting your yesterday. Here's Patrick and Deacon B. So, Deacon B, I believe in you. I think think you are a remarkable individual with limitless potential. That's what I think about you good thank you so much thanks that's that that means a lot to me and um let me give you a reason why um you're completely wrong and uh why i i doubt myself (laughs) okay Uh, share because uh, (laughs) this sounds interesting so uh as you know, I'm a deacon. I don't know if you, if you out there in the audience, if you're aware of that. I, I think it's in the name of the show. I'm I think not, it is. Is it in the show? show. So, yeah. um, uh, just recently, in the, in the, in the near, the not, not too distant past, uh, confirmation, for those of you who don't know, confirmation is a very solemn event uh, at the local parish. Uh, the bishop, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. The bishop is right. in attendance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's full of parents and students and fans and friends and family. And uh, it's a very, it's very, it's a big, big, big deal in the church. Sure. And we had confirmation, and I was there, and there's a part in the service where you they're called the prayers of the faithful, and, and I read the prayers, and, and the congregation responds, you know, Lord, Lord hear our prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's not, a, it's not a book, it's a special confirmation book that came with the bishop, so I didn't have a chance to pre, oh. pre-look at the things. And okay. so I am recently up brand new to, to our church up here, and our bishop is also brand new. He was newly installed just a few months ago. And so I, I've had lots of bishops running around my head, their names. And, and most of the time as a deacon, you just refer to them as bishop last name, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not mm-hmm. very often that you refer to your bishop by his first name. Right. But in the prayer, there's this one prayer where you pay for all clergy and mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a red N in the book and that's where you're supposed to insert the name of whatever the category is. Right. So she's like, you know, we pray for all the clergy, Francis, our Pope, and and our bishop. I'm standing next to him. Mm-hmm. And I am glancing ahead, and I see the red ends, and I think to myself, what is his name? Oh, no. Oh, yes. No. So I get to it, and I go... And we're praying for all clergy and Francis, our Pope, and <laughs> so he's, I'm right next to him. And I look oh, over and he's like, no. James, like, James, our bishop. And oh. I go, what? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was, was there terrible. a rock nearby that you could yeah. crawl it under? Was, or it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible. And I could have oh just, I, like, I could have just called him bishop, you know, anyway. So that's that's why I I had self doubt, sir. So I I, I I thank you for believing in me, but um, maybe maybe you shouldn't. Well, we should probably let our audience know what we uh, what we have defined self doubt to be, because that is the title of the show, right? That is the title of the show. And, it is. Uh, it's, what what I, is self doubt? What the heck is that? Overcoming self doubt. Well, yeah, on the spot. 
that's that's it. And by the way, for those of you in our listening audience, I hope you have noticed the tone, tonalic tonality change <laughs> of uh, of Patrick. He is uh, rocking the Barry White or Betty White. Which one of those? I'm not I sure. It's, uh, it's Barry White, baby. It's Barry White. It's That's Barry what White. it was. Not Betty. Barry, Barry White. Not, not Betty. Betty White. She's Betty. she was the very old and now actually deceased. <laughs> so yes, yes. So Barry White. Yeah, I've got a little. Uh, so the 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 fires in New Mexico are blowing a ton of smoke around, and it's allergy season. And I think my youngest brought home a little cold, just a regular good old-fashioned oh, head cold. Believe it or not, everybody, COVID did not wipe out the cold or the flu. There it is. So when you put those three things together, it uh, takes a little toll on your sinuses and your throat. So, But you know what? Now the, I have the, nice the byproduct voice. is quite melodious. Yeah. So I, cool? I believe in you right now. Well, thank you. <laughs> to get you producing the show with uh, clogged sinuses. Oh, my gosh. So here we are. So self-doubt. It is... Basically, the feeling of uncertainty, you you not feeling your self-worth or your abilities to get something done or to accomplish a task or to embark on a huge task, uh, it, it's you doubting you. Yeah. That's, that's the quick and dirty Your worst enemy definition. is the person in the mirror. You bet. You bet. You will talk yourself off of that that cusp of success. Uh, I, one of the, my favorite sayings is I grasped success out of, or I, I grasped failure out of the jaws of success right. Right? <laughs> is, is I, I went to school, I've got a degree, I've got all this knowledge and yet I don't think I'm worthy of X of this project or of this job interview or, or whatever it is. I, I, one of my other uh, ongoing jokes is I've been a father for 28 years and I will tell you to this day, I am not qualified to be a father. Right. And uh, your kids will no agree. Manual. I think I think yes, the show, I think I, for those I'm, of you yeah. who want to listen to the <laughs> kid takeover show, you'll find validation of that fear. Yeah. And and, and the thing about self-doubt is, is for some of us, it becomes absolutely overwhelming and debilitating. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. To, to the point where you just vapor lock, you stall, you're stuck. You can't, you can't get over the self-doubt and, and, a part of that is something called imposter syndrome. And I didn't know about this until my wife told me about it, I don't know, several months ago. Yeah. And that is, so here we are, here, Deacon B and I hosting this podcast. And one of the things we discussed, and we still discuss, is why would anybody listen to us? Why? Because right? we're, we are we're not awesome. A, we're not, right? We're not, we're not a Kardashian. We're not on TV. We're not influencers on TikTok. Why? why? Why should we even bother doing this? And and that's that self-doubt and imposter right. is who, who am I? Why is anybody going to listen to either one of us, much less both of us? And we, uh, once again, thank each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. For right. tuning in and hopefully turning somebody else on to the show because we think this is pretty cool. We, we think we've got a pretty nice little product and it doesn't take up too much of your time and it hopefully is informative and fun. Yeah, but but that imposter syndrome is so absolutely debilitating, and it is an element of self doubt that if you don't know what to call it or what that it, what it's even called, then you don't even know how to go forward. So let's talk about getting getting some tools on board that we can use that you could use to help knock that back and and to put yourself in a position of power and in a position of bettering yourself so that you do have the confidence. Yeah, for sure. To, to take that next step, 
as scary sure. as it might be, as risky as it might feel, what do you got? What do you got, Deacon? Right. Well, you know what? And I think I think the big part of that is identifying sort of who you who you want to become and not allowing who you used to be to define you. Oh, so, you know, That's we, we joke, one. we talk about, you know, ourselves at, at, at 15 or 17 or 14 or whatever. And thank God that you don't define yourself by who you were in middle school or high school or, you know, <laughs> right. even sometimes in college. Yeah, you know, because if you would have told me that this back in high school, you know, that if we could do the, this, you know, let's go back in time now, ladies and gentlemen. You know, <laughs> I was a, a just this goofy, just quiet. I stuttered. I was loaded with just self doubt. And if you would have told me that at some point in time I would be preaching to a, a you know, Easter Sunday church service with 3,000 people in attendance or doing a podcast or spent my teaching. (laughs) If you had told me in high school that someday I would be back in high school teaching high school, I was like, you're insane. Nobody, nobody likes, high school kids don't like me. So (laughs) why would I, why would I want to do this for a profession? And you know, I told my own kids because because you know I taught and I was I was I was a good teacher and and I had lots of kids really really liked and they told my children, but you know your dad's pretty cool, and and I said you have to understand it it took another twenty years for high school kids to like me because they didn't like me when I was there. (laughs) So the first time, the first time, yeah. Yeah, So I think that that's such a big piece of it is that we have this you know negative self talk. You bet. We have this this tape running in our brains that is uh, detrimental. It's prohibitive. It's roadblock, right? We, we ourselves. There's there's nothing holding us back except for the person in the mirror and the voice in the head, and that's one of the big ones. Is just overcoming that that self that self talk and whatever those limiting beliefs are. I can never fill in the blank because fill in the blank. Right. You know, just what. Identifying what have you established that you you have decided the world hasn't decided nobody's decided mm-hmm. except for you that you can't mm-hmm. do X because of Y, right? And and then start flip flip that script. Yeah, you you're know, your own judge, jury, and executioner, and you will squash your own idea, your own whatever it is before you even give it a chance to to breathe. So I th- I think you're right. I think being mindful of your thinking. And that self-talk is huge. Uh, and then turn it around and find some validation from within. You've you've had successes in the past. And and here's the thing about success, which is which is kind of funny, is once you've experienced it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that was a piece of cake. That's not anything like what I'm trying to do now. Right. That was easy. It probably wasn't easy that first time you tried it, but you believed in yourself and you surrounded yourself with people who believed in you. And you you accomplish it you accomplish it and then you immediately say oh yeah that was easy right you discount it why are you discounting your successes you should be using those to fill your sales and push you forward yet we discount it and we go right back into that self talk that well you know that that was then this is now and I don't right. know the market that's, has changed that's the reason why you had three kids because you're thinking ah. Eh. You know, yeah. like ah, that first one, yeah, eh, whatever. I got to, I got to try again. I got to, I got to try another yeah. one. Eh, eh, I'll yeah, I'll do another yeah. one. Easy, easy. And then when you do it the other way, you're like oh, that was a piece of cake. 
I got, what am I talking about? I did driver's ed in a box. I, how can I, how can I over get that? That was a piece of cake. That is no, no worries. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, it, absolutely. it really is. It, you know, it really is. Look back, look back and, and believe, you know, and, and you know, a lot of the stuff we, we read, we both talked about this, that, um, and neither one of us are, are big journalers, but I know, I know my wife is a huge journaler. Mm-hmm. My yeah, daughter's my a, is. a big journaler. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. actually a lot of, if you read the autobiographies and the advice columns of some of the, you know, most successful entrepreneurs and businessmen and, and, and corporate, you know, icons and, mm-hmm. and great, uh, you know, whatever it is, philosophers, theologians, um, that a lot of them recommend, writing stuff down, journaling sure. it, writing down your sure. goals, uh, giving yourself, you know, written stuff, um, you know, from a theological perspective, prayer journals, where you really kind of keep track of sort of where you are in that, that relationship right. with the divine. And then you look back and you think, wow, right? like my prayers are getting answered or, or holy moly, look at this from, you know, 10 years ago, this was what I was praying for and what I was thinking about. And this is what we were struggling with. And here we are 10 years later. And oh my gosh, right? whatever's, you know, whatever's changed, it's better. It's, you know, it's so I, again, journaling, um, you know, both talked about it, not our strong suit, but man, highly recommended, uh, by a great number of, of really successful people. And what I, what I read uh, for an idea for those of us who don't like to write and write and write in a journal is to use your, your phone, your smartphone can be a recording device and just do a, a spoken journal, talk to yourself. And even if you never go back to listen to it, the fact that you said it out loud and you heard yourself say it out loud is powerful. Right. It's truly powerful. So if you're not one of those that wants to spend 30 minutes writing in a journal, spend five, 10 minutes just recording yourself into your phone. And there's, there's tons of apps out there that are free or cost a buck 99. But just the exercise of doing that and saying it out loud. Is, you know, you know, you know what that, that sounds that like to me. That piece. that sounds like sending yourself, uh, you know, like something a mail. That sounds like sending oh, yourself a letter in the mail. Absolutely could. What, it could be. Is what, I, what I'm, I'm thinking. This is what that sounds like to me. We got some mail. We got some mail. <laughs> and let's welcome, let's welcome the in mail. the elephant parade into the mailbag this week. <laughs> loving, loving that. So funny. Loving that. So uh, I think what I I think at last check we are um, what twelve hundred or thirteen hundred downloads. Thirteen hundred and sixty five. Thirteen hundred and sixty five downloads of of folks um, listening to the show mm-hmm. and uh, giving some feedback. <laughs> we were talking about the fact that following the uh, takeover show, uh, all of our children agreed that they loved the show. Oh so yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Talking about positive yeah. positive talk. They thought it was a great show and uh, and gave themselves uh, a lot of uh, applause. Dad, that's one of the best shows you've ever done. Like, okay, right. thank you very yes. much Thanks. for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how do we how do we get out of it, Patrick? How do you, so if you've got some self doubt going on, you've you know you've okay you've so you've identified some living beliefs, you, you've identified some fears, you've you've identified the imposter that that mm-hmm. is within. Uh, what do we do? What do we do about it? You know, there's some great ideas and everything that we talked about that holds you back, you can turn on its head. But one that we didn't mention is surrounding yourself with supportive people. And and my example is our brides, our two lovely, beautiful wives support us in this. Whether they think it's nuts or they think it's brilliant, it doesn't matter. They support us. They give us the time. They give us the energy. They give us the budget. 
uh, this does cost a little bit of money to produce. Right. Uh, not that I'm getting a paycheck, but just all the the, right. the services. I, I, I owe you some money, by the way. Go yeah, ahead. No worries. Yeah. No worries. Send, send me a bill or something. I got. I think I, I have. Some money. I have no doubt. You'll. Because <laughs> <laughs> you but, believe. But that's, I fact. believe in you. Thanks, but surrounding man. yourself with people who will support you and yes. help help you with those those conversations on you can do it right. My wife is getting her business off the ground. She's suffering from some imposter syndrome occasionally. And I just, I just keep her stoked on honey. Yeah. There's a market out there. There are people, she's had people outside of our little world here, our little orbit, tell her that the market is underserved. And when she launches, she better be ready for a tidal wave of interest because there's so few good quality uh, programs out there for early childcare and right. uh, in early childhood education. So hearing that more than once, and a lot of times you got to hear these things more than once. So surround yourself with supportive people who believe what you're trying to do, believe your message, believe whatever that is to help you get over that self-doubt. Because again, you're your own judge, your own jury, your own executioner, and you are fast. You are so fast right. to condemn yourself. Find some people and surround yourself with their voices and their energy and and their trust and confidence in you. That's one idea. What do you got? Thinking? Yeah. Well, no, it's that's 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 a big it's a big piece of it. I remember I used to have a poster in my classroom with Albert Einstein, and one of his great quotes mm. was, um, uh, "Great spirits have always met violent opposition from mediocre minds." Oh, oh and, my gosh! Wow. And when you when you look through history, at, at even in, in our current era, when you if you mm. read stories about Bill Gates or about Steve Jobs, mm. Um, mm. or about Elon Musk or about any of the, the you know these these icons of of success, mm-hmm. all of them, all of them include people in their in their sphere of influence when they were first starting, being like, right. "You're nuts. Yeah. This is it, this is never going to work. Right. You're never going to do this. You don't have the qualifications. You don't have mm-hmm. the brilliance. You don't have the thing." I was listening to a show with the guy. I don't know if you realize this, but the guy that uh, the Atari. Remember Atari for those oh, of you that are out there bet. from a long time ago. Sure. So the inventor of Atari is also the same guy who who started the Chuck E. Cheese pizza chain, and I did not know um, that. along with other businesses as well. But his story, same thing. When he was talking about putting a, a little, you know. Because it's Atari started off with Pong, and we talked about this way as oh, like yeah. season one, where we talked with the kids yes. about the difference between the things. So, Pong, yes. as you remember, it was like two white sticks that you moved up and down with a paddle and a little yeah. box, a little white, yeah. and it people like, there's no way, no nobody is going to want to pay eighty dollars. This was back when eighty dollars was a lot of money for a, a little entertainment system. You bet. Nobody is going to want to pay eighty dollars for a little box that they plug into their television and have to uh, have a little dot bouncing right. back and forth right but you know what we did it and yep. you know the rest is history so absolutely you know surround yourself with people who who lift you up and yes. and in, in a realistic way you don't want to be surrounded by people who are who are just yes people They're, oh you're so wonderful when you're a you're a schizoid or whatever you know you right. just you don't right. Right. you know you want to surround yourself with people who are honest but also supportive and exactly. listen to podcasts that and lift listen, you up and listen, help like you make your tomorrow the joy better. Of, that's it, by bettering right? your yesterday. Your yesterday. Yes, and, and that's this show. And if right you there. know of somebody who could benefit from our our joy, our laughter, our stories, and what, we, what we've experienced in the real world, turn them onto the show. And that's another way you can share some of that joy of The Last Fry. But, but really, self-doubt, 
that imposter syndrome. I think everybody listening to the show has suffered from that at one time or another and may be suffering right now. So hopefully some of these tips and tricks are helpful and uh, certainly go online, Google self-doubt and you will be overwhelmed with what you find there. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and then be courageous enough to put one of them into action. Just pick one. There it is. Do right. one, one positive thing one time. You know, just start, start down right. that journey of exactly. realizing just how amazing you are how and how in fact you can find joy in the self the same joy Amen. you experience when you listen to the last fry please visit us on instagram at the last fry podcast facebook at the last fry and twitter at last fry podcast Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.